0: Welcome to Taka Adventures. T-A-C-A are the first initials of my four children. Having four kids is an adventure of a lifetime. Every day we embark on new territory, have new adventures, and explore journeys within and in different lands. Hope our stories and interviews can encourage, entertain, and excite you to embrace your own adventures. Icelandic Adventures Learning to Stay Cool in 2017, a new family moved into our town, and the wife was from Iceland. She would rave about Iceland and how great it was for kids. Iceland has been on my bucket list ever since I saw a picture of the Blue, blue Lagoon many years ago. So after months of research and talking with my new friend, another fam- family and ours decided to spend our winter break in Iceland, searching for the Northern Lights. We got an amazing deal on flights. Something like $99 round trip per person on an airline ca- called Wow Air. I booked, fully knowing it was a very cheap airline. They nickel and dime me for everything, but I was okay with that, since I was planning on taking only one carry-on and one check-in. On the day of departure, I received an email saying that check-in closes at 5 p.m., and our flight was scheduled to leave at 6.35. I had already checked in online, and we were waiting for my husband to come home. As soon as he got through the door, we called an Uber. With the holiday traffic, we arrived at 5.10 We got out and couldn't find the Wow Airline ticket counter. We asked a few people and we were running up and down the airport and finally had to call my friend who had already made it past security. She asked the counter ladies and they currently said to her the counter downstairs was closed and that we needed to get up here before the gates closed. She also told my friend that Wow Air only has one flight a day and it's completely sold out for the next three days. So she suggested we hurry. They offered no help. My friend then texted and said it was the same people who checked them in. Their airline is so small that the same people fly from Iceland, deplane, check in new customers, then they have to close their counter, run upstairs to help board the flight, and get back on the flight to go home. No wonder they're so cheap. It's a one crew show. Our one check-in bag was too big to be scanned at the TSA checkpoint. By this point, my heart was racing. My hands were sweating, and I wanted to blame someone and yell at them. Then I turn around, and I see my four angels and my husband looking at me, looking at me just like how I was feeling, looking at me for some reassurance that everything was going to be okay. My oldest started biting his nails, and he looked like he was on a verge of a nervous breakdown, afraid we weren't going to make the flight. I wanted to look like that, but instead, I took a deep breath, looked everyone in the eye, one eye at a time, smiled, and said, it's going to be okay. We're not going to miss the flight, and we'll make it to Iceland. Just give me a minute to think about what to do. My mind was racing a million miles per second, and 10 seconds later, I look at my husband and I direct him to call an Uber. He starts to ask why, and the kids start screaming, no, I don't want to go home. I held up my hand, and I said quite calmly, listen. The Uber is going to take our luggage home, and I will call our neighbor to take our luggage to their house until we get back. Don't worry, we can buy clothes when we get to Iceland, and we will be all right. This is our adventure. We run down to the passenger pickup area where my husband tells me we have three minutes before the Uber pulls up. I frantically open up the suitcase and start pulling things out that we can carry or put on. Having two boys and two girls, I instantly pull out the younger sons and younger daughters' stuff. If I have to buy expensive clothes on a cold island, I'd rather it be for the older ones so I can pass it down to get more use. My husband and I will have to tough it out, I thought. I zip up the bag, instruct my oldest to take it to his dad who's waiting outside by the Uber. And all of this this happened in five minutes. I couldn't believe how calm I was. Those were just things. Things can be replaced and things can be bought. We run up to the security line, which of course is now like a mile long, and I call my friend. She said she would try to make them wait for us, and she would stall. At the security, my bag was set aside for screening. My brain was getting the most ultimate workout of the day. Did I forget liquids? What do I have in there? I tell my husband to take the kids and go to the gate first. The TSA officer swabbed and opened the bag. I had a package of King's Hawaiian's roll in the bag, and she looked at it and said, I will have to compensate, compensate this. Not wanting to make any trouble or delay the situation, I replied, Oh, okay, I didn't know. She sternly looked at me and said, This stuff is so addictive. You can't eat just one, so I have to take the whole package. And she stared at me. I stared back, completely unsure what was happening at that minute, and she smiled and said, Girl, you look so serious. What? (laughs) Laughing awkwardly, (laughs) I tell her she's welcome to have it if she wants it. And she said no, no, and told me to go. When I got to the gate, wouldn't you know it, the flight was delayed. The flight didn't end up leaving until 7.40. If I had only known, I could have done a better job of going through our essentials and repacking our carrion. Oh, well. The flight itself was fine. Since it was an overnight flight, I personally didn't mind not having food or drink service. They just left us alone. When we left Newark at 7.40 p.m., we arrived um, Iceland about 4 a.m. We took a 40-minute shuttle and checked into our hotel. Our Airbnb wouldn't be ready until 2 p.m., so we booked a room nearby just to sleep until checkout. After checking into our Airbnb, we received an email saying the Northern Lights tour was canceled for the evening due to poor weather conditions. After trying to rebook the following evening, we were met with disappointment as they were completely booked. My friend decided to rent a van for all of us and we could go on a hunt for the Northern Lights. After picking up the van the following day, we tried to sightsee as much as we could in the three and a half hours of daylight we had in Iceland. Of course, it was Christmas Eve. So many places were closing early and we were running from one museum to the next and one church to the next. My husband kept telling us that we had to go to the grocery store before they closed. We didn't think they would close earlier than the museums, but we were wrong. My friend tried to knock on the window and ask the person inside if we could just buy one milk and the worker there said, no, I really want to go home, too. So in no time, I was on my phone. I called three other stores to see if they were open. Third one said they were open for another hour. We literally jetted over there. And we found parking in the front. When I opened the side door, it was like a car. The car was spitting out a never-ending stream of people. Four adults and seven children filed out of the van into the store. The men were trying to buy meats and the ladies were trying to find food that the children would eat. And the children were just running around looking for snacks and cool things to buy. It was quite entertaining to watch. We get into the van and my husband says, uh, They're closed tomorrow. Do we have enough food for two nights and three days? So we looked at each other and the men and I rolled back out of the van into the same store to clear out their meats and milks. That evening, we had a wonderful Christmas Eve meal of frozen pizza, buffalo wings, french fries, and milk. While the ladies were feeding the kids, the men looked up um, the northern lights using the tracker site they found. And they found a clear section in Iceland with a decent view of the aurora. We bundled up the kids, packed up some water and snacks, and piled them into the van. We drove not one, not two, but three hours down to Vik. When we got there, the weather had changed drastically. It was cloudy and no chance to see the lights. On our way back, there was a tiny sliver of a section that was clear, so we stopped the car to see if we could see the northern lights. But since most of the island was cloudy, we could only see a haze. We stopped by the waterfall that we saw on the way down. It was magnificent, and it was mostly frozen. It was just beautiful. There was a trail that led behind the waterfall, but you'd get wet, and it looked pretty icy. We can't wait to go back during the summer months to check it out. The public restrooms on the way there and back were so clean and warm, not at all stinky and gross like the ones here in the U.S. The following evening, we sent out my friends without their kids to see if they could find the Northern Lights. They saw something a little more than the night before but came home disappointed. We booked a last-minute Northern Lights tour and tried, to, tried one more time the next night. We waited at the bus stop for 30 minutes got on a bo- bus and this was like at 11 pm and a short ride later we were all directed off the bus and had to verify our tickets and get on a different bus then we drove 45 minutes away from town out by the sea and before we got out of the bus we could see green lights dancing in the sky even the travel guide kept ooing and eyeing saying she never got sick never gets sick of seeing the northern lights We bundled up, exited the bus, and the lights started to change colors. We got to see glimpses of orange and red intertwined with the streaks of green and purple. The stars were so brilliant and bright. They were just beautiful. They looked so close, and we were able to point out so many constellations. The green lights started to dance across the sky. I still get chills thinking about how magnificently beautiful the lights were. The younger girls didn't really appreciate it, they were too cold and tired, so they stayed on the bus and eventually fell asleep. But the older kids loved it, and they said it was amazing. I hope they etched the images into their minds because the pictures we took just doesn't do it justice. The tour companies all ran tours on Christmas Day, so we were able to go do the Golden City Golden Circle tour. The Golden Circle is a must. We also added the Fontana spa stop in our tour and got to soak in the geothermal spa. The kids had a blast. Eyelashes were were frosted and our hair was frozen, but we were comfortable in the warm water. We were able to witness some brave souls jump into the freezing lake. One man actually stayed in the frigid water for a few minutes and the other one got chin-deep and ran out of the water so fast. We spent another day ice skating in the city center, enjoying hot cocos and going to some of the museums that we missed. Since the kids were so young, we weren't able to check out the ice caves. So my husband and I will have to go back and do that another time. On our final full day, we left as as soon as it started to get light out. We did the circle route on 425 before we checked into the Blue Lagoon. By the time we got to the Blue Lagoon, we were very, very cold. It was a short hike from the parking lot to the entrance, and I kept thinking of how cold I was. Check-in was a breeze. After you shower, you can exit, and there's an entry point from the inside. Kids under 8 have to wear armbands, and although my very proficient 8-year-old swimmer wasn't happy about it, I was glad. The water is beautiful. It's a beautiful blue color set against the black rocks and white silica that's built up around the edges. It's just breathtaking, but the water is so milky. You can't see two inches down. So if my child was underwater, there's no way anyone would know. The water was so warm, and that after a while, my kids began to overheat. We had to sit against some rocks, and I had them stick their legs out of the water for a bit. We had the smoothies, which were delicious, and we did the face masks. Our skin felt great. My daughter had been battling a cough for three weeks, and the tour guide told us that the Blue Lagoon's healing power would make her stop. After one and a half hours soak, our hair is frozen cheeks cherry red and our fingers pickled, we headed back to the shower. As we as soon as we got to the locker room, I was afraid my daughter would catch another cold, so we rushed um, passing the waiting line for the private shower and headed straight for any open shower. I let the girls stand under the shower for as long as they wanted, washed them and myself before grabbing towels to dry them off. We got our gear together, put our socks and shoes on in the tiny entryway and walked out. The entire time I was waiting for my daughter to go into a coughing fit but she stopped coughing that moment and hasn't coughed ever since. Yes, it's a huge touristy place. Not really a natural wonder but definitely a -a once-in-a-lifetime spot. For our return, we arrived at the airport three hours early. We didn't want to risk anything. We breezed through check-in which was automated and security. Of course, we stopped by the global blue tax return refund desk. We hung out in the large open area in front of the duty free shops. There were a few shops, but there wasn't very much to look at. We had free Wi Fi. Thirty minutes before boarding we got up, went to the restroom and started heading towards our terminal terminal. Only to be met with a long line. We forgot about getting the exit stamp on our passport. The signs the the signs said the wait was twenty minutes from where we stood. My stomach once again began to twist into knots. I calmly looked at my kids and told them, it's going to be all right. There were more people behind us on the same flight, and I don't think that they would leave with a dozen people still here. As we got closer to the front of the line, I could hear them call for our flight. After we got our passport stamped, I heard over the intercom, last call for WOW flight headed to Newark. Oh my God, that's our flight. I began to run down the terminal. Four-year-old in a stroller, six-year-old holding my coat, boys running right behind me. Excuse me, pardon me. They're calling our names. Sorry, as I almost run over little girls and I avoid making any eye contact with anyone. We breathlessly arrive at the gate. When we got there, the flight attendant said, "Close call." Thanks. We go down the flight of stairs and hop on the bus. Our, our plane was a bus right away. It was out in the middle of nowhere. We line up in the cold, not bundled, nearly not ready for the burst of cold, and finally boarded the plane and settled into our seats. Other than that, the flight back was quite uneventful and easy. After all of that, I was so proud of myself for keeping it cool and not breaking down. In the end, having no luggage was just fine. Throughout the week, my husband would ask, Why didn't you pack this? Or why didn't you bring this? And I would have to give him the what? Look. Then he would say, all right.